Hello and welcome to Off the Arrow Shelf Podcasts. I'm Rob, the author of OffTheArrowShelf.com and host for these podcasts. Hi all, I hope this finds you well. Sorry if I'm sounding a bit tired, but it's just gone midnight and uh, it's the first opportunity I've actually had to sit down with a laptop and make a recording for this. So quick few updates as to what's been going on over the last few weeks. Um, I'll start with a bit of a update. We've got our clubs, NFAS, National Field Archery Society's club shoot coming up at the end of the month, so that was the end of July, and uh, I'm feeling a bit sad about it, actually, because I'm not really being able to get down to the wood to help the guys do any of the preparation and stuff like that partly because of my health also family commitments and I've been trying to do some coaching with some people so um, anyway for those of you who are interested there's still places I think we've got at the time of recording this over 70 people booked on which isn't too bad because by all accounts um, I was talking to a few of a club exec I suppose or um, club attendees and coaches and they're seeing a lot less people at shoots currently with uh, I think it's a combination of the price increases here in the UK for energy and food and living costs but especially fuel prices you know I think I've said before that for me to fill my car it's in excess of £100 now and when you think about the fact that you'll use half tank to maybe more on a, a normal drive to a shoot, it gets to be a bit expensive. And that's just one of the costs of living that's going on in this uh, current situation in the UK. Uh, food prices and everything are going up. So I think I think clubs are going to start really, really struggling now with people thinking twice about going to shoots. I had a report about one club which had nearly 30 people drop out on the day or didn't turn up on the day for their shoot. That's uh, that's a really big hit for income for clubs. So, as I said, part of the reason that I've been feeling tired and not been down to the the club and to do things is because of my health and as some of you'll know I've, I've been in hospital and I've been recovering I'm getting there slowly um, I'm up to this is a scary thing I'm back up to 151 pounds in weight which is what uh, 10 stone 10, 10 stone 11 uh, about 68 69 kilos for those of you working kilos and I do mean I've got back up to that weight because I lost uh, over half a stone and I think it's interesting because I had this kind of health kick for the beginning of this year where I've been trying to build my stamina build my step count up just generally get fitter and then being on the antibiotics being in hospital and stuff like that resulted in actually me losing half a stone and it's very much in muscle mass and my stamina I'm, I'm still struggling with stamina I'm still trying to build myself back up I had I dug out a 
£30 flat bow for when I was doing some coaching the other week and uh, I struggled shooting lots of arrows with that it, and it was more of a case of feeling controlled when I was shooting I don't know whether that's confidence or just feeling I've got the muscles to be able to shoot that consistently so it's going to take a while this is kind of a slow stamina build up I'm going to been increasing the amount of walking I've been doing anyway as I said beginning of the year I was doing eight to twelve thousand steps in a day comfortably without a problem and uh, the last few weeks if I do six thousand in a day I'm usually kind of really exhausted so it's going to take a while uh, but if I'm putting the weight back on I want to do it properly I want to try and get myself my fitness level up and everything which isn't easy because Covid came back and hit the family again so we've had now Covid twice in the last what six eight weeks which has not been great knocked everybody about a bit um, but there's a rising number of people that I know who have recently had Covid or have got Covid currently I hope Rich over at Archery Geek Outdoors, he's fully recovered because he had it the other week. I was chatting to him about it. So uh, I think he's still around. I think because the people are going out and mixing more now because the weather's got better, we're due to have some kind of heat wave in the next few weeks. But uh, it's been really warm now. It's been really warm for UK standards, not for uh, American standards. But uh, yeah, that's been quite nice. Uh, what else? So let's try and do some talking about archery-related stuff. I have been doing some coaching. Um, really, I found it really tiring, both mentally and physically, but it's been nice to be able to do some coaching. And I'm probably going to do a podcast on one of the topics I was covering with the people, which is to do with consistency, and more importantly, consistency in anchor point and finding one reference point or more reference points on your face to whether you've got and how you go about doing that or whether you have like an anchor point where um, uh, a triggered release almost so that your when your feather touches your nose you know right that's the point to release and it all turn goes into this quite a lot I've had a few people talking to me about it recently uh, I'm going to go, I'll probably do that as a separate podcast. What else have I been doing where uh, coaching and archery is concerned? Not a huge amount. I've had some a very nice news in, in some ways. I've got an article published in Bow International. It's episode, issue, sorry, issue 161, if I remember correctly. I did a second uh, follow-up article about traditional bow makers in the UK. Um, I also, in that issue, a lady called Lynn Harrison, who I know in NFAS, was interviewed. Um, there's actually quite a few kind of instinctive or trad articles in the latest issue, because there's a write-up on the National Field Archery Society's 3D Championships. There's an interview with Lynn, and in that, and I'm really grateful for Lynn, she actually mentions me because I've been helping her a bit and giving her some coaching. So, Lynn, if you're listening to this, I know you do listen to the podcast sometimes. Thank you very much. Other related things that I've been doing, as I said, uh, life pressures have been uh, 
get into me a bit where it comes to energy levels and motivation. But one thing I did do was pose a question on the blog site and Facebook about traditional archery and whether or how you would go about describing traditional archery to somebody and what you feel is traditional archery and traditional shoot sorry traditional I should say instinctive archery so, um, kind of mixed my descriptions there so it, I asked a question on a couple of traditional forums as well about I told you it's just gone midnight and my brain's not working I was I I won't edit this out I'll let you know but um, it was about instinctive archery and more about whether you always feel that you're shooting instinctively or whether there's times that you don't and how you go about describing instinctive shooting and I've kind of mixed the things up here a bit because one of the or some of the responses I got were saying that yeah, they are instinctive archers but up to a certain distance say 30 yards after that point they're more conscious of the distance and they feel they shoot less instinctively and uh, that spawned me to put a really rough and ready um, kind of survey out onto a few Facebook groups instinctive shooters, traditional shooters and fast Facebook groups on the website, whatever about what they felt instinctive archery was and uh, whether they they change their shooting from being instinctive at, once they get past a certain distance and in hindsight I think I needed to rewrite that question but I've had some really good responses from that and I'm going to try and write up a podcast about to how people have responded to it and what kind of percentage breakdowns very early look at the data it looks like there is a one group of people that feel that they always shoot instinctively and there's another group of people that are instinctive up to a distance um, and after a distance they start being more conscious of I'll use the phrase gap or the distance or where they need to be aiming so they so it's less instinctive and there's a greater thought process going in but I'll, I'll go into the, uh, the numbers and stuff like that in the other podcast uh, I'm trying to think what else has gone on um, speaking of podcasts pop over to the push podcast have a listen to episode 232 um, Jim Kent or Grizzly Jim is on that podcast it's actually quite a long one it's two hours and uh, he's basically talking about the the situation here and certainly the difficulties that he's been facing with being a, trying to run a small business and uh, the impacts that have been going on with Covid, Brexit and all that stuff and I can understand him some of the stuff he's been saying regarding motivation like because I've got to say I've been struggling with motivation whether it be writing the articles um, whether it be uh, recording these podcasts I was lucky I, I recorded a few of them back to back on different topics and uh, that's helped because it's kind of kept the flow going but I need to spend some time I've got 
two or three in my mind, one of which is this kind of instinctive shooting and distance. And uh, it's interesting that there's a bit of a split there with trads, archers and people who are shooting slightly less traditional bows. Um, I want to do a podcast on the importance of having a a good anchor on your face. And, and uh, I've got another one. I've got. An, I've actually written it uh, to go onto the blog site, the website about time shooting because I did. I was been timing some archers when they've been shooting, and about how long it takes for them to shoot and what's an optimum kind of time. And the factors to start thinking about when you're when you're shooting. I'm also going to open a can of worms about instinctive shooting and looking at my own my own kind of experiences with it. Certainly, with respect to being instinctive and distance, because I am beginning to wonder whether I am a pure instinctive shot or more of a intuitive. But I'll I'll come to that in another podcast. Uh, otherwise, that's been about it. There's been quite a few um, good podcasts out recently with people talking about things. Um, if you're into compound shooting, uh, Rich Archer Geek Outdoors has been speaking to Angel Garcia again um, about setting up bows and shooting. And it's there seems to be more shoots going on and people are getting out and shooting more i think what's holding some people back is the the costs associated with traveling but also i think there's been quite a long break for a lot of people from shooting and other things have filled their time and uh, it certainly has with me whether that be family commitments, and I also mentioned my own ill, Ill health, uh, but also uh, I enjoy coaching, and I think I probably enjoy coaching more than I enjoy shooting now. And I think part of that is a personal thing. I'd taken shooting so seriously, I wanted to do so well with it, I almost felt ill, like I've kind of burnt myself out a bit. Sorry if you can hear um, traffic in the background. I've actually got the windows open because it's really warm. So you might be picking up some background noise. But uh, anyway, I've, I've rambled on a bit. As I said, it's uh, gone midnight now. And uh, I'm going to try and get this out in the next couple of days. Uh, sorry if it's not the... I don't know if it's not the usual quality or not the usual kind of chats. Um, I'm trying to think what I'll be covering next um, and what I'm going to be talking about. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what topics I'll be doing next. I did have a list somewhere and in my infinite wisdom I've tidied it away and put it somewhere. As I said, I've got, I want to talk about um, time shooting and kind of how that impacts your shot processes. And I want to do this kind of instinctive and distance judgment stuff and uh, we'll see where we go from there if any of you do have any questions you know the routine um, 
and uh, I just hope everybody gets to enjoy the nice weather. Stay safe and stay well. In the meantime, just take care. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you'd like to get in touch with any questions or suggestions for future podcasts, then drop me a line. My email address is offtheairshelf at yahoo.co.uk. That's offtheairshelf at yahoo.co.uk. Or you can check out the website offtheairshelf.com. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram. Thanks for listening.